Hey there, Braves fans. Welcome to another edition of State of the Braves. I'm your host, George McNair. It is uh, really nice to be back with you guys as we are going to uh, dive into uh, this week's action for the Braves, how they've been doing, and what they need to do to maybe get back on track here a little bit. We all know as Braves fans, they have not hit their stride. Um, you know, and I want to be, I don't want to be super negative on this podcast episode. I mean, there's definitely some things to be frustrated about with this team and how they're playing. Uh, but we also see uh, you know, some glimmers of uh, what might be to come here soon. I do think the Braves have a chance uh, in the latter days of May to to start to turn things around and, you know, at least in May on a positive note, maybe at least get back to 500 and start rolling from there. So want to start with some Braves news um, before we get into some of the, you know, the, the recaps of some of these games this week. So, you know, the, the main or the most important news I could tell you uh, uh, that came down just today, this is Sunday, uh, is Ronald Acuna and his injury. He's been out for the last several days. Uh, Ronald has missed games with a strained right groin. If you ever have a, a groin strain, it's one of those that can be nagging um, and potentially one that does not heal super quickly. It's one of those muscles you use in pretty much every movement that you're making. Um, and so, you know, you can understand the Braves being cautious with that, but uh, it sounded like Saturday he was going to try to go. He came to the ballpark, was still feeling some discomfort, so they set him again and then went ahead and had an MRI. But the, uh, the MRI came back um, encouraging uh, that there's you know, no, like, serious damage to that muscle and that he is just continuing to be day-to-day. So hopefully day-to-day means that he is going to be back in the lineup very soon. Uh, Braves certainly need him, as we all know, um, to have success. He just totally changes that lineup um, for the better and the defense as well. So, uh, Ronald, hope you can get back quickly. Uh, The other bit of news that is important, it's definitely going to impact the Braves for the remainder of the season, is backup catcher Manny Pena is out for the year. He had to have surgery for ligament and cartilage damage to his left wrist. So very unfortunate for him. He really was not able to get into many games uh, in the early stages of the season. Now, what this does mean is that William Contreras is a much bigger part of the Braves um, team going forward. And so, you know, he's going to uh, get a chance to probably play in a lot of games. And so far, uh, we're going to talk about him a little bit more later, but he has showed up. Uh, He has tremendous power. And uh, anytime he is able to connect, uh, with the baseball, that is very obvious. So it's kind of encouraging and exciting, really, for um, for him to uh, you know get a chance to play somewhat regularly. Obviously, uh, Travis Darno is going to be in there at least fifty percent of the game, the time as the Braves catcher. But uh, Contreras getting this opportunity is also uh, pretty interesting. All right, let's go down on the farm just for a few minutes. Uh, Braden Shoemake. We'll go to AAA first. Braden Shoemake is the Shortstop down there. He's a guy who the Braves uh, got out of uh, Texas A&M as a 22-year-old. He has a he had a pretty encouraging first season, and then um, you know 2020 happened. Uh, he he didn't uh, participate in any anything as uh, most minor leaguers were shut down for that season. He came back last season and really really struggled, and so a lot of question marks with a guy who's a little bit older. 
uh, in the minor leagues as to what is what to make of him. Uh, he's come back pretty strong so far this season. So in 28 games at AAA, Shoemaker is hitting 307. He has a 360 on base percentage, uh, 436 slugging. He is a guy. If you see him, he's really tall. He's pretty lanky. Uh, not a ton of uh, power. Um, I mean, he can run into some home runs. He's hit two home runs so far this season, uh, but is kind of a Dansby Swanson defensively. He's really solid defensively, maybe not spectacular, but makes all the plays you need. So he's definitely going to stay at shortstop, uh, which does increase his value. But it's really for him, it's all about can he hit um, and can he get on base. Um, and so far this year, he is doing that. So really encouraging. Uh, he is also only uh, struck out 14 times in 101 at-bats uh, so far this season. So, you know, something to keep an eye on. Uh, Swanson has, has turned some turned some things around at the big league level. But, you know, we still don't know if Dansby is going to be back after this year as he's a free agent. So having Shoemake uh, play well and potentially be able uh, to, you know, if Dansby were to go down or whatever, um, it's encouraging that Shoemake might be uh, getting back into form this season. Um, I'm going to skip double A and go down to single A Rome, uh, where Justin Henry Malloy, who's a third baseman, um, is playing really well down there. Uh, he is 22 years old out of Georgia Tech. The Braves got him in this past draft uh, class. In 26 games in Rome, uh, he's really hitting well. He's hitting uh, 327 with a 429 on base percentage and a 495 slugging. Uh, he's got three home runs. Uh, he has struck out a good bit, 27 times and 101 at-bats, but um, really hitting the ball well. Now, one thing I will say is he has been on an incredibly hot streak uh, recently, so it's maybe inflated those numbers a little bit. I don't know if he can be expected to continue at the pace that he has been, but uh, he is definitely playing really well. It's, this is encouraging. This is a guy who I think the Braves had some, you know, Obviously, they want him to, to do well, uh, but he is not on the Braves' top 30 prospect list. He's probably just off that, and I would expect him to rise up to that soon. But, um, but it would be great if you, know, you get a little bit of a diamond in the rough there with him and uh, if he could continue to hit like he is. Uh, I always uh, seem to mention these two guys, but just want to mention that they're continuing to hit well. Uh, Michael Harris and Vaughn Grissom still hitting, uh, still playing well. Vaughn Grissom particularly. Michael Harris has continued his amazing um, on-base streak. He's reached base in 31 straight games, though he had to uh, do it by way of a an error last game. So he has cooled down a little bit with the batting average, but still finding ways to get on base and, and impacting the game. Um, so nonetheless, down on the farm, kind of some exciting things from a few of the position players there. All right, well, let's move into kind of a weekend review of how the Braves have been playing. And, you know, it's just kind of, let's be honest, mediocre. You know, the Braves are 3-3 three and three this past this past week. Um, uh, last Sunday, closing things out in a really positive way against the Brewers. Uh, and then um, splitting two with the Red Sox. Red Sox have, uh, were not playing well coming into Atlanta. You really were hoping to get both of those games. Uh, Braves had a pretty disappointing game one, uh, which they allow a grand slam uh, to Rafael Devers. And they kind of come back or try to come back, and then the bullpen uh, kind of falters there at the end. 
and the Braves lost that game nine to four. Uh, Braves came back and ended up winning game two of that series in really exciting fashion. This is the walk-off home run game for Orlando Arcia, who hadn't played in about a month and then came in and had a great game as, as the DH that that game and with a walk-off and two other hits as well. So you're feeling really good, and, you know, there's things on uh, Braves.com. Uh, Mark Bowman is their writer, and, and you don't blame him for writing this, but it's like maybe this is the game where, where this will turn things around for the Braves. And uh, just was not the case. You know, uh, Braves lost the first game against San Diego and uh, then had a really encouraging win uh, in the middle game. And again, you're thinking, okay, maybe the Braves are turning things around there. This is the game in which they seem to have this four-run collapse uh, in the eighth inning, top of the eighth by the bullpen. Then they come back, uh, they score four in the bottom of the eighth and win that game. And you're just thinking, okay, here we go. This is it. Uh, and then Sunday, uh, today, the Braves end up losing a game again. You feel like they really should have won, uh, end up losing 7-3 to three in 11 innings. They were up in that game 3-1, to one, and then the bats just go cold. Uh, they make some errors in the field that really uh, end up helping uh, San Diego. And um, the Braves can't seem to get out, get out Hassan Kim, who is this um, somewhat light-hitting <laughs> infielder, but had a lot of big hits for San Diego including the go-ahead hit in the 11th against the Braves. There, also, there was also a really unfortunate bang-bang play at third. William Contreras got thrown out at third, um, had to go to the replay. It looked like maybe it was a tie. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things that it's such a close call. Uh, the, the call on the field was out, and they always tend to go with that if it's really, really close. And so they kept the, um, kept the call there, uh, and the Braves had no – uh, not much of a chance to, to score in the 10th, and then the Padres come back and score four in the 11th game over. So again, you know, it's this this is uh, the, the the beat of the, the drum, uh, seems like, early this season, where the Braves just can't seem to put together any kind of winning streak, and this is why it feels so much like 2021, you know, just this feeling uh, that we had last season where you just couldn't seem to get things going, and very fortunately that Last season, we did get things going, right? It eventually happened, um, and you're, you're hoping for the same things this season. But I think the Braves need to kind of change their approach and the way they're doing some things. Uh, the San Diego series maybe is a, is a microcosm so far of how the season has gone so far um, in some negative ways. You know, the Braves only walk, had 10 walks in three games, and yet they had 38 strikeouts. 38 strikeouts in three games, including 16 strikeouts. Uh, in this game uh, Sunday. And you just, if you can't put the bat on the ball and you can't put runners on, you're just not going to have, uh, you know, effective offense very often. But, you know, even, even with the brave struggles, let's go into some positive develop, developments. These are the things that I'm, you know, I'm looking into this and, okay, I do see some some signs of maybe some things that the Braves are doing well that could could really start, you know, uh, popping off the page, and, and this is these are the things that could get the Braves rolling in a positive direction. Number one is Charlie Morton. He's had two really good starts back-to-back, and particularly this last start um, against the Padres looked great. I mean, this is the best Morton has looked all season. Uh, six innings pitched, and I really think he probably could have gone further, but, you know, he had, a, he had had a great start, and so I guess Snicker just decided that was good enough. Six innings pitched, one run allowed, only two hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts. And 
more than anything, even just, you know, not just those numbers, but Morton, you know, is really all about that curveball. It's fastball command and then that curveball. And that curveball was by far the best it's looked all season. I think that's been part of his biggest struggle is he hasn't been able to get that pitch where he wants it. Uh, and this past game, he definitely had that working. So I'm really hoping if, if Morton can get back, and I mentioned this in the previous podcast, if if Morton can get back and the Braves have, you know, four reliable starters um, every week, then you're going to win more games than you're going to lose. The other really positive thing that I'm that I started to see in Saturday's game was the top of the order started to really contribute. And, of course, you expect the top of your order to, to do most of the heavy lifting, and it just hasn't been the case. Um, but Saturday, Olsen, uh, you know, had a home run. Uh, he kind of got off the schneid a little bit with that home run in the first inning. Ozzie Albies went two for four with two RBIs. Ozuna, even though he had three strikeouts, he hit that big home run Saturday to tie the game in the eighth. Um, and then Riley, who's really been struggling, goes three for four in that game, had the go-ahead double. And, again, you know, this is where you really feel like, okay, maybe these guys have turned a corner. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Sunday, Olsen goes one for four, Albies 0 for four, Ozuna 1 for four, and Riley 0 for five. And so, once again, the, the top of the order not doing the job, and this is why the Braves are going to struggle to score if the top of your order is not uh, contributing consistently. But nonetheless, Saturday, you know, I'm really hoping that that might be more of what the Braves are going to see um, here uh, in the long term. Um, but I will say the bottom of the order is contributing, and that's another positive that I just want to mention. You know, Swanson has really turned things around, and I'm hoping that this is, you know, he's a streaky hitter, but hopefully he can continue this streak um, for a long time. Uh, Demerit has been really good. Yeah, he went 0 for 5 in Sunday's game, but before that, he's really been hitting consistently. Contreras, um, you know, I think he's right now as a hitter, he's, he's a little bit of an all-or-nothing guy. Um, he, he will look bad at the play sometimes, but man, he can, when he squares it up, he can launch and he's been doing that, uh, in some, uh, you know, some of these games. And then Arcia, he's not getting consistent playing time, but he seems to uh, be contributing every time out there. And of course he had that walk off hit. So the bottom of the order has been fine. That has not been the problem. It's the, it's the middle of the order that's been the problem, the top of the order. So hopefully the Braves can see that turn around. So, yeah, you've got these encouraging developments, right? I, I, I do see some of these, and particularly Charlie Morton. This is something that really is, is going to be key to the Braves long term. But some negative things that we've seen this week. The bullpen, which has been really the strength of the team, has, has faltered this week. It, there's no doubt about it. Friday, particularly, they, they gave up seven earned runs in that opening game against the Padres in just three innings. Smith, Strider, and O'Day um, were just not very good. Strider had one really good inning. He came out for a second inning and just gave up a few things, and, and then O'Day couldn't lock it down. Saturday, um, you know, Will Smith gives up four runs. Now, none of them were earned, um, so you had some some errors going on there. But nonetheless, you know, uh, you have the bullpen kind of not being able to lock things down there. Fortunately, we had that comeback. But then Sunday, again, four earned runs. These were all allowed in that 11th inning. Um and again, there was an error in there, so only two of those were earned. But nonetheless, you know, you, the Braves feel like the, their bullpen, when you go against another team's bullpen, uh, that we have the advantage. And it, it didn't seem to be the case 
really all week. You know, I'm only going into the Padres series, but really all week it seemed like that. Another negative, and you know, Ozuna had the big two-run homer in Saturday's game, but him and um, him and Duvall still seem to be kind of uh, black holes in the middle of the lineup, and that has to change, right? Uh, these guys have to start hitting the ball more consistently, stop striking out so much. Duvall seems to me to um, kind of change his approach a little bit in the last couple of games. Looks like he's trying to hit the ball the other way a little bit more, um, and I don't know if that's going to prove to be. Uh, the key to him or not, but man, I really hope that these two guys can unlock it. And both of these guys have proven uh, when they get hot to be able to carry a team for some time. So it would be awesome to see that soon. But you know, the, the, the truth of this season, I think, is the fact that the Braves are going to have to earn this division. The Mets are, are undeniably better and they're playing maybe the best baseball uh, in all of baseball. They're 23 and 13 right now. Um, and, you know, barring something serious, I think they're going to continue to be good all year. And the Phillies are starting to turn things around for on their end of things. They're 17 and 17. They've won four straight. And as we speak, they're up on the Dodgers and potentially are going to sweep a four-game series against the Dodgers, which in and of itself is incredibly impressive. So the Phillies are no joke either. And uh, the Braves are going to have to um, get better, right? And they're going to have to do things we know they're capable of doing, Um and so, you know, going against uh, the Brewers in this uh, upcoming three-game series, it's, again, a good test. And if you can walk away in that series, even if you just win two out of three, you're going to start feeling a little better about yourself. But, yes, it does seem like a deja vu. I wanted to just take a look. Um, the 2021 team, through 35 games, you know how frustrating that, that first half of the season was, they were 17-18 and 18 through 35 games. And here the Braves are in 2022, uh, 16 and 19 through 35 games. So even a little worse. Um, and again, I'm not trying to be a downer, but it's just one of those things where it seems like the same deal. Uh, you, you think that the Braves are going to hit this stride. They're going to figure things out and go on a roll. I hope it doesn't take uh, beyond the all-star break to do it this season. But they have three games against the Brewers and then three against the Marlins on this upcoming road trip. Hopefully the Braves can put things together and really start going strong. All right, guys. Well, that is the podcast for this, uh, this week. And I hope to see you guys or talk to you guys really soon. Bye-bye.